Now our fourth special New Year feature this Friday afternoon is called Dads and it's an investigation into the part played by fathers in childcare in these modern times. The programme presenter is Chris Mead. took him since he was, what, 10 years old. Uh, he's gone up now to an higher grade of football. And uh, I've gone off with another team now. But I still follow him on Sundays and give him as much encouragement to regarding his schoolwork and his activities out of school as much as possible. What do you think a dad is for? What do you think you offer him that his mother doesn't? Well, I think, I don't know so much just really about a dad. Probably a dad can give him more guidance in, what should I say? Uh, as people look at it, as manly, uh, things what a boy wants to do, he can give him guidance and probably experience what I've had. I can pass it on if he requires it. But I think uh, the main thing is about a kid is the love and affection, really, what both a man and woman can give his kid, his uh, child. Yeah, fed, fed him, bathed him, changed him, put him to bed, played with him, most things. I would have done if there have been boys as well. And... Uh, I've done most things, I think, what fathers think they're capable of doing, as far as, it, especially with them being girls, which uh, some people tend to think they rely more on the mothers just because they are girls. 
I've tried to uh, do everything, well, expected of me, if you like, as a father. I don't think uh, a father can give any more than a mother. Perhaps uh, a mother just probably does give that little bit more, if you, you look at it deeply enough. Because the, the mother's the first person they shout for if they hurt themselves or they need something. They shout for mum rather than for dad. But uh, I should say it's practically an equal thing. Probably more in favour of the mother. Just gives them that little bit extra, I would say. Do you enjoy having kids? Do you feel pleased to have got children? Yeah, absolutely. The open doors to things what you would normally not do. Probably more uh, disciplined, more disciplined uh, towards kids. Whereas mothers tend to let things go away, you know, for easier life. But uh, very similar in other ways. You know, loving and affection, care. Some of those comments from Doug, Jeff and Keith sounded fairly familiar. Father is football coach, firm authoritarian. But these dads are far from being those distant figures of tradition who appeared briefly to their children between work and pub to offer treats or scoldings. Here there's a lot more sense of the child being a shared responsibility, more male involvement in day-to-day childcare. Of course, what that actually amounts to is a different matter. In her book, From Here to Maternity, Anne Oakley interviewed a number of women about the help their spouses gave with young children. Here's a fairly typical response from one mother. She said, He's very good. He's marvellous with him. First of all, he was a bit frightened to hold him. He kept saying, Am I doing it right? Am I doing this right? But he's really good with him. The interviewer asks, Does he feed him? He gives him a bottle. Only a couple of times he's done it. Does he change nappies? Yes, he has done that. Only a couple of times, but he knows how to do it. Does he bath Thomas? No, he's helped me, sort of thing. I mean, I, I think that's a big problem. A lot of uh, husbands do that, that they come home and help. And to be honest, I don't think that sort of help is any help at all. It's like the husband who says, oh, I'll help you with tea. Um, oh, where's the beans? Uh, where are the tin opener? Do you want these spuds peeling or shall I mash them? And like, there's absolutely no help, you know. You become a manager as well as a worker then, the woman does. So what I'm trying to do, and I'm not saying I'm totally successful at it, is to not ask Lorraine things, but to actually know what to do myself. So I know what the routine for the nappies is, I know what sort of clothes we want to put her to sleep in, and what under nappies are, and two-way nappies are, and when we're putting them on. So that when I actually take responsibility from Lorraine, she can actually relax. 
and know that I've got full responsibility. And I hasten to add the one area I'm not doing that at the moment is food. She's just started on solid foods and like Lorraine has somehow just sort of taken responsibility for that. And obviously it's a lot of work, you know, coming home and deciding on boiling carrots or whatever. And I haven't done that. And uh, I think Lorraine and I will have to talk about that and get me involved in that so I'm not helping with that as well. But I was very conscious the other day when I fed her a mashed banana. <laughs> Excuse me for laughing. It amuses me, the food she eats. I feel that, um, whereas my father felt that he was there to earn the bread and that was it, I feel that in a relationship where there are children, that one is on duty 24 hours a day, that uh, when you're at work, um, you're involved in, in earning money to feed your family, clothe them and put a roof over their head. Uh, while you're at home, uh, it's still no excuse to sit down and put your feet up and watch television. Life goes on. I, I think I'm a lot more aware of thing what's, things what's going off. And as like less, not so much as a breadwinner now. You know, I think it's a kind of shared thing. I think fathers have changed. Jim, Jerry and Jeff, three dads who see their parental duties as not so much a matter of being marvellous as of doing their fair share. So in many families where the man is still the chief breadwinner, childcare certainly isn't seen as solely the woman's responsibility. But what about going a step further? Why shouldn't the woman go out to work and the man look after the kids? Well, here are Jim's personal reasons why not. I mean, it's dead simple. I went out to work because I was doing a job that I enjoy and earns a decent amount of money. And Lorraine was doing a job which she didn't enjoy, which she wasn't earning a particularly good amount of money for. And in a different society where women were given an equal chance, I've no doubt she would have been in my situation. But the fact is, we weren't in that situation. So it was always, it was never really a question for discussion. Feel your body melt. Man tonight, tonight, to dad. Dad in the office, dad in the office. You are all full of balls. Dad to dad, to dad, to mom. Mom did be watching, mom did be watching. You are all full of balls. Let me feed the lies. We're living this up to the eye. For all sorts of reasons, then, none of them fair on women, it seems. It's still usually mum who stays at home, or organises childminders so that she can work too. But what if it's father who's out of a job? The roles have to change then. That was the situation my own dad found himself in back in the 50s. What was it like, I asked him, being my dad all those years ago? When you were born, I know that I was thrilled to take you around and... Uh, carry you or push you or make you go to sleep and so on. Um, it, it, it was very exciting. For a while you stayed at home and looked after me and Claire. Yes, that was when I was out of a job for a time. I think it was about three months. Um, and that was, that was interesting. I could see the problems of motherhood, problems of being at home with only 
children for company. You want, you feel you want other people to talk to as well. Although the being with the children is is also a nice experience to to really do everything for them and to be with them all their waking time. Um, but I think you you feel you want some adult company as well. Mum was worried about, of course, of um, finding a job and being out of work. But um, the actual one, from point of view of being a parent, I wasn't worried at all. I mean, that, that uh, um, I, I would quite happily have you know swapped swap roles uh, if it was respectable to do so. Picture a little love nest down where the roses cling. Picture the same sweet love nest and think what a year can bring. He's washing dishes and baby clothes so ambitious, he even sold, but don't forget folks, that's what you get folks for making whoopee. My father Peter obviously got a lot from looking after my sister and I, despite the sense of isolation. But in those days it was taken for granted that the role swap was to be swapped back again as soon as possible. Though my mother was enjoying her job, both felt slightly guilty that they were not doing the expected thing. In these days of high unemployment, role swapping is becoming increasingly common, though whether it's any more respectable is another matter. Steve Patterson has been a full-time house husband for two years now, looking after his baby daughter. How did he get into that situation? Well, I was unemployed the time my wife became pregnant. And it just seemed uh, a natural thing to do. That's quite surprising, because a sort of lot of men would think they couldn't possibly cope with looking after a new baby. Yeah, the initial fear was coping with the uh, the mess, just the uh, sheer pressure of being able to cope with uh, sort of the minor ailments, the tummy gripes, the general health and welfare, whether you could attend to that. It's amazing uh, how you do cope when you're actually uh, there on your own. You've got to do it. And uh, you're, you're just so busy and so involved that uh, all these uh, fears you had previous to the child arriving uh, just disappear once you actually get involved doing it. And the idea of affection, uh, that's just uh, your natural response to your, your own kid. Uh, yeah, there's no problem. As a prospective father myself, I must say I find it very reassuring to meet men like Steve who are coping with and enjoying bringing up baby. It's amazing how deeply ingrained the assumptions are that somehow only women can do it. Of course, girls are still trained from an early age to look after Dolly and play with miniature washing machines in preparation for the supposed heaven of man, home and baby while the boys still play Star Wars. In fact, I don't recall the topic of parenthood ever being raised at all at my school. It was boys only, 
except in the context of our hurried sex education tool. So it's not surprising that we men doubt our ability to cope with young children, or that women find it hard to have to hand over their central role. Really early on, did your wife feel happy about that, about giving up her kind of traditional role as the mother back home and giving it over to you? I don't think she was completely happy about it, no. But I think she accepted the situation. Really, she definitely preferred me to be uh, working full-time. And I imagine, I'm pretty sure she'd rather be at home with the, with the baby. Like my father, Steve too is aware that in society's eyes, he's something of an oddity. It's not that people disapprove exactly, more that they assume he's just filling in till Mum gets back. There's uh, the odd comment, the odd look, you know, because when you're out shopping, uh, there's always always the comment, uh, where's a mother? You know, you get this all the time. Once there was a way obviously changing but where's it going are we seeing the emergence of a new sort of dad or of something more flexible different parental roles to be taken on and changed by whoever they suit or is dad on his way out altogether the old distant but vital function of father as checkbook without whom the family was destitute no longer applies state aid more work for women and now less work for everyone has seen to that What's more, it's now quite feasible for women to choose to bring up children single-handed if they feel that a father may be more trouble than he's worth. If men want to be involved at all with children, then they've got to prove themselves useful. And I think men should be involved. As everyone keeps telling me, looking after children is incredibly hard and demanding work. It's also the most exciting experience possible. Why should my partner get herself lumbered with sole responsibility for such a task? And why should I miss out on close everyday involvement with something so wonderful? Surely the best solution is to share. That's how Simon and Dinah have managed to organise things, with both of them dividing their time equally between paid work and looking after their one-year-old daughter, Imara. Both feel very happy with the situation. And for Simon, it's brought about quite a personality change, something I've noticed in other men I've met who spend much time caring for their children an activity which seems to bring out qualities and strengths not usually associated with the masculine. I think it's just changed my attitudes to to kind of day-to-day -day life in a way that, I mean, previously I used to be rushing around all over the place trying, I mean, very much kind of activist in everything I did and trying to put the world to rights. Whereas now, I mean, I still believe all that, but I feel I'm far more kind of relaxed and in a lot of ways realistic and far more kind of understanding of uh, the experience of the majority of people I suppose and uh, yeah and particularly and particularly women obviously because 
like you just realise that childcare is an absolutely enormous expenditure of labour. Do you feel that sharing childcare is like the the right thing to do? I mean, would you would you suggest that all men, you know, work part time and share childcare with women who work part time? I think it'd be nice if all men did. I mean, I wouldn't try and prescribe it necessarily for all men because I'm sure like some men would find it difficult, some men would do it very badly and so on, so I wouldn't sort of force people to do it. But, uh, I mean, I do think it do inevitably does bring out the kind of gentler side of you, and uh, that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> Something that I'm not sure I'll be able to describe now, but that I've been thinking about, watching Kathy during pregnancy, suddenly feeling more aware than ever, I think, that we're of different sexes, um, planning on sharing childcare and believing that that's the kind of you know, I mean, fair thing to do and wanting to do that, but then suddenly getting this sense of a fear in a way of sort of stealing something from her, that she's having the child, and that to sort of share childcare straight down the middle in some ways could be a kind of, yeah, a robbery of something, taking too much from from the woman. I'm not sure if, you, if, that, if that makes sense, but I wonder if you felt anything like that. It makes sense, but I mean, I don't feel that so much. I feel more um, that when Dinah first had Imara, it, there was a, a, obviously a difference. I mean, just the fact of me being present at the birth and seeing Imara come out of Dinah's body, that's a really striking thing. You just know that's a whole realm of experience that, you know, you've got obviously not had and it's kind of difficult to conceive um and also obviously breastfeeding but for me that could have led to a sort of major feeling of sort of separation or difference from my relation with, with Imara but it didn't I think because in actual fact Imara didn't actually like breastfeeding all that much and also very early on Dinah was a bit sort of disappointed with kind of a very little baby which doesn't really do anything but shit and sleep sort of thing. Whereas I, from the word go, was sort of bowled over and really loved every little you know, shit she did and things. And so that kind of made up for what could have been a sort of feeling that Diana had kind of biologically or whatever, a closer relationship with her. So again, the myths aren't as true as they suddenly appear to be when you're preparing. The world's very much geared to seeing children as being the woman's responsibility, the mother's responsibility. Has that ever bothered you? Yes, it does in certain ways. Um, I mean, I don't blame the world for it, or let alone, you know, certainly not blame women for it, but uh, say when I'm looking after Imara, I very much do it on my own in the back room, or I take her to the park and do it by myself. And there's no sense in which I'm sharing that experience with other men or with other parents generally, because, you know, I wouldn't take her to a mother and toddler group, I think it would be disruptive for the other women to have a man there. But I am jealous that uh, Dinah's able to do that and kind of share her experience and develop ways of sort of talking about it and, sh and uh, sharing that with other women. Whereas I, for me, it is very much a kind of personal relationship I have with Amara. And I mean, I'm, I'm a bit sad that I don't have more kind of social contact with other men doing the same thing. And you think you'd feel that, a sort of bond with other men, that situation, 
Yeah, I'm sure I will, because the few times I've met men who have um, as much to do with their kids as, as I do, uh, I have found myself begin to be able to sort of gossip and you tell a little story and you know that to someone without kids it's just going to sound kind of trite and flat, but to someone with kids there's a sort of sparkle to it and you can really kind of communicate. So I'm sure it, it could happen, it's just sort of finding a, a form for it to take place, really. This morning looking forward to being a dad with trepidation as well as excitement and looking forward to talking to other dads about all the experiences to come. I'm excited to find that dads of all sorts, however much time they spend with their kids, still have so much in common and so much to say, most of it positive, on the subject of their children. One thing they all say is that I won't know what's hit me when it happens and that anyway all my carefully laid plans and theories on dadhood will go straight out of the window as soon as the baby arrives. Oh well. Which, which one do you want? Which one? Orange. Orange, right. Which name? Orange. That's red. was devised, written and presented by Chris Mead. You listen to the Friday programme, it's just coming up to the three o'clock news after our final hour of the Friday afternoon programme. <clears throat> At five past three we start off with an, another feature, Flamenco. It's a